0: Welcome back to Slayer Laird. We're your hosts, Jen, Amanda, and Chris. Thanks for listening to Slayer Laird. So, on this episode of Buffy titled Angel, we definitely get what we're promised with that title. A whole lot of huggy man in a deep V and get some love shared between Buffy and Angel and we find out the root of his past a little bit so let's dive in so how did um how was this for you guys did you completely remember what this episode was like based on the title dude there were actually parts of this there were parts towards the end um that i did not remember that i was really surprised i think this might be one of the first episodes in the first season where i felt surprised um but none of my surprise was around angel it was about side character plots that were coming up so none of the main juicy stuff um i would like to point out at the very beginning and maybe i'm curious if you guys noticed any of this too that this seemed like an episode that had a lot of misdirection. Like, mm. I feel like you could almost say that the smaller theme of the episode was misdirection. I'll try to point out some of the ones that came up for me when we were watching it. Yeah, that, I feel like that jives. I think that that's like Angel's whole vibe. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah dude i definitely have had forgotten some stuff i feel like um i just having like watched the show like multiple times and just like knowing each character i forgot that like not everyone but us knew that angel was a vampire (laughs) 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 i forgot how big of a revelation in this like in this episode that is And I, it made me realize that Buffy just thinks he's a weird, like it's confirmed that he, she just thinks he's a weird stalker because the only thing, the only other explanation is that he's a vampire. That's why he's always following her and like in the shadows and like creeping up on her, but she doesn't know that. So in her mind, he's just a fucking creep, but she's still so fucking down. Yeah. She's, but yeah, so I, I forgot that's the revelation of this, um, episode totally. Uh, um cool. Did you guys notice the she is the slayer intro is back? Yeah, I did I notice actually, that. That's <laughs> that weird, like, right? I had a moment where I was like, wait, has it been two intros this whole time? And I just it why wasn't. it wasn't okay. Yeah. The it's weird. It's weird. That was okay. A, yeah. But okay, so in between the two intros, we get a little bit of information here. We have the master playing with the child. <laughs> What's the child's name again? It doesn't. He just calls him the anointed one, I thought. He just calls him at the one anointed point, one. At some point, he does have a name, but I can't remember what it was. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have to call him Anointed One because explaining the master. Or Damien or something, you know? (laughs) It's not Damien, dude. You're thinking (laughs) Damien is yeah, I felt (laughs) I thought that Damien is like the Antichrist, the son of the (laughs) son of Satan, you know. And that's not who they're alluding to, the anointed one. No. Right? Okay. No, it's definitely not. They just found (laughs) this kid in that bus. And And he's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay and they anointed him. And so I'm going to just call him anointed one. So Mm -hmm. the master is hanging out with the anointed one, and the master decides he's pissed because it's episode seven and Buffy is still alive. And he's fucking pissed about that. So he says he's going to send the three. It's very ominous. Colin. (laughs) Colin. Okay, cool. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Colin um so the 3 and then immediately it, the camera goes to like these three biker like white biker bald dudes yeah <laughs> like, like outside skin outside heads, dude. skinheads <laughs> dude. they, they have look a like key skull lighter <laughs> they have they look like stone cold steve austin's like but a gang of them <laughs> and it's they're so ripped it's so weird <laughs> But it's not, and so you're like, oh, this is the three. It's skinheads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) But whatever, a child is the anointed one. Anything goes. But then out of the shadows comes three scary dudes wearing medieval shoulder pads. Like metal shoulder, like master shredder. Like, (laughs) yeah, like medieval football players. (laughs) (laughs) And they totally break through the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, and they (laughs) run away, dude. They scare the skinheads. They're like, ah. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Which I would say is our first misdirection of the episode. Starting out on the theme of like thinking that it's going to be chunky lighter bros, but no. (laughs) Instead, it's these like (laughs) chainmail vampire (laughs) warriors. (laughs) nice yeah buffy yeah. tells them the fang gang later so oh <laughs> sick <laughs> that's what we're gonna call our listeners the fang oh, fang yes fang um and then it goes to it flashes to our heroes they're at the bronze what are they doing at the bronze a roach infestation we find out mm-hmm. it's a fumigation party fang? It's a fumigation party, which is just, like, I guess the people that are at this club, like, every time they bring a roach they find on the ground to the bar, they get a free drink. Yeah, and, like, and that means soda. (laughs) They are free. (laughs) Soda. Dude, and someone called the health inspector because what the fuck? What the fuck is happening here? It was really weird. I thought that was a really weird setting to have the bronze, like, to put this establishment in that light was hurtful, for sure. Yeah, and they're just all chill with it. And Buffy and Willow are sitting alone and they're chatting. And Buffy is mopey, dude. She's just she's in her feelings right now. Yeah, she's definitely horny, dude. She she, she's like, my problem is no guy. (laughs) Um, she's super sad. She and I is love very it. <laughs> because she's basically just like talking about how much of a fuck boy Angel is. Like, this is just <laughs> a tale as old as time. It's like she's gossiping with her girlfriend about being in love with a dude that fucking ghosts her, like consistently. And the <laughs> the friend's response is like, yeah, he's not around very much, is he? <laughs> like everyone's just agreeing that he fucking ghosts. And it's just the like the tragicness of the situation is just enhanced because Willow is like commiserating with Buffy's sadness by talking about how much she's like in love with Xander as she watches Xander flirt with everybody in the Bronze. It was really fucked up. Yeah, he's, he's really literally sad. <laughs> he's literally like aggressively dancing up to. A woman who is there with her boyfriend, who he apparently knows is her boyfriend because he addresses him by name. So, being his like classic, slithery, disgusting self, for sure, slimy would be better than slithery. <laughs> slimy self. Yeah, um. but then at least Cordelia is there and calls him out <laughs> and says- Wait, but he calls her a hooker. Well, she, yeah, dude, which only, <laughs> in my opinion, validates that he is the worst, dude. Like, he <laughs> only, like, tries to bring down this hot girl who's, like, feeling herself, and just because she's, like, wearing a dress that is, like, tight, and it has spaghetti straps, it's not even that bad, and he's like, you look like a hooker, and it's just like, dude gross but yeah um cordelia says that he has extreme oafishness. is how she like describes his dancing so at least he got he did get put in his place a little bit yeah dude but buffy's just too sad she just can't even hang out with her friends she can't she can't take Xander's oafishness. She's over it, and so she decides to just go home, walk home alone in the dark streets. Um, but before she even leaves, she's leaving, and it pans to the background. And Angel is just in a creepy ass place. <laughs> no, wait, really, I didn't see that. He's yes. looking through some handrails, dude. Yeah. He's like literally oh, in between oh, the a... handrails, no, creeping. No. <laughs> And she, like, feels that something, you know, like, someone's watching her, and she turns around, and then he's just gone. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, I did see that. It was, like, the blink of an eye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, keep in mind, she doesn't think he's a vampire. It's so (laughs) fucking weird. Yeah, she is just ultra down. (laughs) Like, she's just been wearing his jacket. And his necklace, and his chunky crucifix necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's hers. He like gave that to her. He, he, that was like he gave, I mean, he gave her the jacket too. He gave it Yeah, but that's because he she was cold. He took it off his body. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> just took it, honestly. <laughs> and then she never gave it back. Yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, so Angel's watching her as always. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's walking Um, down the street. She feels someone watching her. And I actually thought that, like, it was just Angel following her again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like their first date. All over again. Yeah. (laughs) Her walking alone and him just watching her saying nothing. (laughs) But it's not Angel, dude. It's the three with their weird fucking shoulder pads. And they (laughs) fucking attack her and drag her into an alley it's very and gross. They like, two of them just hold her arms, and then the third one is there to, and then it's she tries, yeah, she tries to kick him in the balls, and then it like <laughs> doesn't even work, dude, because he has like ancient balls. <laughs> 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 or oh, he has armor there, which seems like oh. it would be logical, you know, oh, it seems like men have, have like known a, for a long time dude. that that's like a sensitive area. And they are in medieval football games. So. Yeah, <laughs> so he has a medieval cub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he has a medieval, medieval cub. then you'd think pub. it would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> dude, and so she is in a very compromising and triggering position when the fucking intro plays. And that's what fucking I was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I thought and I already sh- saw the intro. She is wearing like a pleather, like um blue jacket like robin's blue jacket that's pleather with (laughs) a looking collar so she's looking good we should have known that she would be okay because she was wearing her baby blue pleather jacket and then yes we get our classic intro and the scene opens back up with her still trapped in the alley But Angel Dude comes to the rescue. Dude, finally, he does something helpful. This this is the first time we see him fight, right? Like, actually fight? Okay. Yeah. This was hot. This is super. <laughs> this okay, and this whole episode is, pre- or this yeah, of our podcast is going to be me talking about how turned on all the different times I was turned on throughout that episode. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, and he was definitely wearing, you know, like his classic angel outfit with his deep V white tee and his gold chain and blazer. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. That's his like. I'm going to go hang out. With your age your Dude, and he drops He drops a line that makes absolutely no sense when he comes to help Buffy. He comes in and, like, effortlessly pulls the one of the three sure. off. Like, again, we have no idea whose powers are whose and, like, how strong anyone is because it seemed really weird to me that these three vamps could just, like, super quickly get on Buffy and then Angel can just pull one off. But he pulls one off and he says, good dogs don't bite. <laughs> but like why dude, they're not dogs there's like no point to that reference well whatsoever. I also think that a lot of the times through the episode they keep referring to the vampires as being like animals mm. they do you're right they do it just it still seemed really fucking weird um yeah that dude I wonder and- how many things me. like in the writer's room like how many like single phrase catchphrases they came up with for him <laughs> before they settled on that. Yeah, dude. Um, that's... <laughs> yeah, and so they like run to her house, right? Because she's like running, yeah, running, running. And she yeah. runs right to her house. And yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, come inside!" And he's like running in, and then Angel confirms that Vamps can't come inside unless it's invited. And I feel like this rule is confusing to me because then how in episode two did all those vamps just break into the bronze (laughs) because it's not does it have to be a house it has to be a home yeah they can't come into your home without invitation which is why it was so important that when Buffy and Angel run to her house she yells get in quick yeah which I would say (laughs) it's yet (laughs) another (laughs) There is a lot of innuendo. Either that, or I was just really horny this whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably there's a, a lot mixture lot of, of both. Attention. Yeah, there's a lot of sexual <laughs> attention for sure. Get in quick, dude. And then the yeah. first yeah. thing I'm she my says house. is like, "I need to fix your wound. Take your jacket and shirt off." And it's like, "Yes, dude." Buffy is a woman who knows what she wants, <laughs> dude. And he did it. He immediately took his shirt off, and that whole—I don't even know what happened. That whole scene. Yeah, he has a dope tattoo of, like, a sexy bird. I don't know. It's <laughs> very confusing. It was, like, a pit up bird. <laughs> okay, so wait. D- Describe—okay, let's describe the tattoo, because it comes in later in the episode. So where is it? It's, like, on his back. Yeah, it is on his back. It's and pretty big. It's, it's black. Yeah, it's big. It's, like, this black outline and I don't know, dude, I just feel like it's a bird pit <laughs> It looks kind of tribal to me. It was like tribal. Oh. It does kind of, it looks like a bird that's looking over its shoulder sexually <laughs> at you. I'm it's like, hey. Like I had a moment of being like, is this bird? Coming on to me, or is like I'm <laughs> horny. Exactly. <laughs> or is it just the angel has his shirt off for the first time? But yeah, it has this like weird, its wing almost is um, so the wing almost looks like a snail shell. Like it's like has like the Fibonacci sequence going oh, okay. on. And then yeah, and the birds all like crossing its fr- its legs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <ooh. laughs> Oh, it's, yeah. Apparently, Apparently got a lot more from that. I just was like, "Oh, a tattoo." Let's see the <laughs> show. If, his more. I was like studying if, his body. <laughs> if any listeners are interested, the tattoo is actually a symbol known as the Lion of Saint Mark. Hmm. So there you go. That's Who what is that is. It's definitely Mark. a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> Wait. It- Wait, is it that's a bird? It looks like a fucking bird. <laughs> is a lion?
1: <laughs> well,
0: it's, that's what the symbol is called. Okay. It's called the Lion okay. of St. Mark. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And it's not always there, apparently. So, does it just show up when he's hard? Uh-huh. Okay, wait, I actually have I some don't... jokes about him getting hard, too. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> um. Crazy, if you Google the Lion of St. Mark, it does not look like that, though. It looks like a lion with wings. Mm-hmm interesting hmm. okay well okay so yeah we see angel's tattoo and dude and they are very they're close talking and it's very sexual dude yeah just yeah tough. she's wiping and the she blood off is him. like putting down. a band-aid on him just like looking at his eyes like she doesn't they're look like... down once <laughs> the band-aid no. is probably not even on his <laughs> it's like on his dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're doing that thing where they just stare at each other's lips while they're like talking to each other it's a very sexual yeah and it's like buffy just put on gloss for sure (laughs) like her lips are so plump and wet (laughs) it was like when that like just having wet lips was in in clear gloss clear gloss This is also probably the most personality we get out of Angel. This episode, um, I think I had a moment while I was watching it where I was like, damn, I feel like I really need to be clear about how much I love Angel as a character, despite the fact that I was not super turned on the whole time watching him take his shirt off and shit. But I love him as a character, and I feel like this is the first episode where he gets to be a character, where he isn't just like the dark guy saying like, quiet, um, not very helpful hints to Buffy in alleyways. He actually is kind of funny. He's making jokes. The tone of his voice is changing a little bit while he talks, which I don't think we've ever seen in an episode before. And I really appreciate it. And I feel like it kind of shows that he is totally softening up to Buffy right now. He is letting her... See no, him, he's him a uh, natural person. Softening oh. up, to <laughs> he's buffy. hardening up. To <laughs> <buffy>. <laughs> he's touching his dick up right now because it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, so. I'm still horny. I just watched that <laughs> I need mean, So, for the cold shower, for the cold shower for both of you and for them, Buffy's mom walks in. Yeah. Dude, Buffy's mom cock blocks. It's so yes. fucked up. She cock blocked me. She cock blocked Buffy because they were literally about to fuck. She like, makes Angel put his shirt back on. And yeah, the fucking it. Angel can't even keep his cool. Like, Buffy it's is so totally handling it fucking yeah. <laughs> handling it. She's like, "Oh, mom, like go We're upstairs," setting. and like, "Yeah, oh no, bro. oh yeah, that's right." No, yeah, she, she tries like, to get her mom upstairs. Him. She's like, "Just go upstairs." And it's like, "Angel, bro, hide." Like, like all you have to seconds. do is not Duck. creep next to the stairs for like yeah, right. one fucking second, and he but can't like, help himself. Yeah. Dude, he's he like, "Oh to, what?" A dark, dark well, he area. <laughs> two, he's two hundred years old. He's probably like, "Oh, I have to meet this girl's mom that I'm going to court." So he just walked yeah, dude, up. He just fucking walked up. He can't follow up. Buffy's hint at all. And he, yeah, totally comes up and makes Buffy then have to explain to her mom why an older man in a deep cut V is standing in their house and she has to make up a story that Angel is in community college. Yeah. And he's there, tutoring her for history. Which She's Joyce, like, he's a student. And Joyce is like, that guy's 38. <laughs> what is happening? And then, yeah, and then Buffy's like, oh, he's a freshman in community college. Let me just save myself. And, yeah. and then um, you get that Joyce is just like, uh, it's a little late for fucking studying. <laughs> Joyce is no I'm cool. dumb, but I'm not that dumb. Joyce fucks. She knows yeah. what's happening. She knows what's going on. It is not cool. Totally fucked. <laughs> yeah. Can confirm. Can confirm
1: so, so awesome. buffy
0: does what any 16 year old girl in the 90s does she pretends to say bye to angel mm-hmm. she's like okay bye nice setting with you and then like closes the door and then angel's still in the house and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. another misdirect yeah misdirect. misdirect. and then they go upstairs and Buffy is like, you have to sleep here tonight because I don't want the three to get you. That is totally why you're sleeping here. This is not sexual <laughs> And she's like, oh, one bed, two of us. Oops. Like it's a surprise. Yeah, like she I didn't expect there to be another be... Bed there. Yeah, like she's got a trundle under the... <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. Actually, that was a 90s thing. It'd be amazing if she pulled <laughs> the trundle out. Dude, she definitely has a trundle, but she doesn't want him to know about yeah. it. She's like, what? Here? yeah dude willow knows about the trundle <laughs> <laughs> xander would have to sleep on the trundle Yeah, no. sleep on the couch for sure <laughs> dude xander's yeah. not allowed to spend the night everybody that's friends with him knows that <laughs> yeah joyce would be like get xander the fuck out of here when i'm not home that guy's creepy um so yeah okay, they go yeah. upstairs and she's like oh yeah you could sleep I'll sleep on the ground he's like no it's fine dude like you're being weird I will just sleep on the ground he's like okay well don't look while I get naked <laughs> like turn around or whatever yeah. he's like, okay <laughs> <laughs> um sure uh and so he's like gazing out the window you know being like brooding and this is actually the scene where we get like the most kind of background about Angel, right? So in the scene we learn that his family's dead, Um, Buffy is like, were they killed by vampires? And he says yes. Mm -hmm. So his family's dead, they're killed by vampires. That happened a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And so that's when it's like, okay, so him being down to like hunt and like chase vampires with her, it's because it's for vengeance. Well, Mm -hmm. she asks him if it's that and then he changes the subject. Mm -hmm. She's like, so this is a vengeance game for you, huh? And he says something like, I can't even remember. He's like, oh, bedtime for you. Buffy, (laughs) I get you tucked in. Wait, so is it not like, okay, you knowing like angels care. I don't think it is, dude. I don't think that it is. I don't think that he has any desire to cause harm to anybody. I think and we'll explore that a little bit even later vampires? in this episode. Even vampires? Because this is the first episode where we see him fight vampires, right? And even then, it was But he did have to that save claw Buffy. mark, remember? He From the fork, the, claw, guy. the fork guy. But that guy could have attacked him. Just Yeah, like and he like, <laughs> and he totally didn't kill him. He That's like, true. Buffy still had to go after that guy. So I don't think that, I don't think that during the time before Angel met Buffy that he has been like going out as a vigilante keeping the street safe I think he's just been like hiding and keeping to himself and trying not to cause anybody trouble Mm -hmm. you know and especially drinking blood bags (laughs) yeah just drinking (laughs) blood bags and dude I think that it would even make less sense because we later find out that angel killed his family so like yeah, that's bing. the vamp yeah <laughs> yeah it's like so he's like a, a vengeance by him. himself. kind so he, of so yeah exactly. he's like yeah he's hates what he is mm-hmm. and he just yeah. doesn't want to tell totally. her that so she asks him if it's vengeance and he's like mm, i'm not gonna lie to you i'm just gonna change the subject mm-hmm. entirely but like, <laughs> a, like a true fuck boy like a true yeah boy. Dude, exactly. <laughs> like a true, <laughs> fuck, boy. Like a true she, fuck boy and then she's like um You snore, and I was like, "Bro, does he sleep?" (laughs) Like I was wondering that. I was like, "Can he sleep not in a coffin? Like, is he comfortable?" Well, he has a bed, so. But I think he's oh, that's right, daytime. You know, right? Yeah. So wait, but you know how sometimes, like, when you sleep for like eighteen hours. And then you are still tired when you wake You're up. You're, like, like, more like, tired, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I feel like he could still go to sleep. Like, I don't know if it's a depressed person thing, but I feel like I could just go to sleep right now. Dude, there's no way. There's no way, though, that he's going to fall asleep. He's just, like, like, it's, like it's his, so buffy, dude. Like, you know? he could feel his heartbeat in his dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. Okay. Exactly, dude. Okay, so he he's um what does he respond when Buffy <laughs> asks if he's lonely? oh he's like it's been a long time since someone's been there to tell me Woo! dude very flirtatious mm-hmm. very new angel not some cryptic shit he would have said in the past six episodes so yeah I love dude, so I he is it. saying he is giving the clear signal he is single he's so single he's so single he doesn't even remember the last time that he like laid pipe he can't recall that but i felt like i was more distracted like from my horniness like this is how distracting it was Buffy did not wash her face dude <laughs> she dude, did not totally. cleanse she does not have a skin skincare routine at all and I was horrified no dude she's like purposely leaving her makeup on because there's like a boy sleeping in her room dude so I just remembered she's gonna too, have a breakout the next she, she's just gonna sleep like this it's gonna be like Miss <laughs> Basil where she like sets the alarm to wake up really early in the morning and like put dude. her face on that's what Angel says when when she asks if it's a vengeance game. That's how he changes the subject. Oh, he's like, he's like you're so You're pretty. even pretty when you go to sleep. That's right, yeah. And it's like, yeah, bro. It's either because she is like 16 and is basically a Neutrogena ad, or <laughs> it's that, yeah, she's fucking keeping her foundation on to go to sleep. So she looks pretty when she goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, okay, so they... They we'll go together. To sleep, quote he <laughs> is a perfect gentleman, and Hugh, her creepy friend, freaking out and crossing oh boundaries God. immediately. So yeah. obviously, Xander is jealous yeah, that he's... Angel has stepped foot in her house
1: <laughs> and so her bedroom.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and slept he's... over. So the next day in the library they're gossiping. Of course, you got to tell your friends, dude, when this hot 200-year-old dude sleeps at your house. Dude, thirty eight. because <laughs> like, a... she thinks he's only 38 at this. Right. Time. Okay, okay, sure, that's for, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Yes. Dude, we and the is know. so fucking offended that his friend, that's a girl, has a relationship and it's not <laughs> And basically Giles just cuts in because he's so bored by this Mm -hmm. (laughs) This conversation about Angel and like how wet Buffy is for Angel. (sighs) Um, He just cuts in to give information about, like, what happened last night that she was attacked by the three. They're known for being very proud and very strong. And I thought this part was so funny because Willow was like, how do you always know what's going on, Giles? How do you always know all this stuff? He's like, because uh, I was here from 12 to 6 a.m. researching, <laughs> <do>. ungrateful fucks. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of a nice thing that they stuck in there because it is always, like, just open to the right page, you know? And that's so cool. it's nice to put some background on there. Like, that's just unseen. I research all day, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then, yeah. so did he, like, did Buffy call him in the middle of the night then to say like, oh. you know, like how would he, that must've happened, you know, unless they have like some special pager <laughs> code, you know, or she was like three, and <laughs> it's like three metal cup attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, then he what? was like, "Oh, <laughs> I know exactly what that is." Um, Dude, yeah, she must have called. She like slipped out of the room mm-hmm. and washed her Maybe face. when she went to go wash her yeah, face and like exactly fresh makeup and called makeup in. called Giles <laughs> and called Giles real okay, quick. Okay, totally. And then we just get like another training session
1: yeah, yeah i well, always
0: think of you when i see the train so. i was it's, it's so gratifying <laughs> yeah, i was really disturbed though because okay so we get like this scene of all these weapons in this cabinet which is in the cage that they definitely had Xander locked in dude in just the last episode when he was the hyena he was fucking locked in that cage where the weapons are are you sure I think that maybe it's a different (laughs) are there multiple cages why are there more than one one cage (laughs) in the library dude I think there's multiple cages and also really fast. I just want to to back it up really quickly because in the part where Giles is talking about all of the research he does and he identifies the three, we also learn that like the three are not going to be around anymore because Xander tries to lure Buffy to stay at his house until the three are taken care of and Giles immediately stamps that out by telling her that the three will now give their life in penance for failing at their task, which is fucking crazy because that means that they have been undefeated for long enough to like look as crazy old as they do in their like chainmail football uniforms. <laughs> and they've never first... been defeated before, but Dude, by like the thought... teenage running away. Exactly, I was like, wait, so your lives are like on the line right now and that was your attempt? Like, like you just ran one, away. One person yeah. on each arm, And then, like, a shitty, like, frontal attack that was easily quashed. Yeah, (laughs) and somehow you've, like, survived as these, like, badass warriors for this entire time. And then, yeah, and then they have to give their own lives in penance, which I thought was pretty badass. And also, just to, like, wrap up that part of the plot, the three are no longer an issue at this point. We know that they are not coming after Buffy and Angel anymore. Yeah, because Darla fucking kills them. Yeah, Darla fucking kills them in her Catholic schoolgirl outfit that she wears this entire episode. It's way too prevalent. (laughs) It's really weird. It's really weird. Um, And then, yeah, so then, yes, then we get our next bit of training. And I feel like they also specifically give us a little nugget of saying that, like, the training has been happening Kind of the same way that they try to feed us that little nugget of, like, Giles has been researching <laughs> all night and stuff. <laughs> they, like, try to say, like, okay, well, we better step up your training, implying that other trainings have been happening. And Maybe in the next episode, they'll be like... Yeah, this reminds me of the time that we built another cage in the library for one at some point, at some point. We should check back in because they use that cage to lock up a lot of bad guys and I feel like, dude, there's no way that that's the same cage because I feel like the cage with the weapons in it is the same place where they do their training. Mm. Is that just in the middle of no. the library? Yes, it dude. Yeah. And then, well, they pull it and then they just walk over. And so, yes, because in the scene, remember when Xander was locked up in there, um, Willow was just sitting right next to him using a computer and researching. No, I it. remember that. I just thought so they did the train cage is in a definitely right there. No, it's That's in the happening. middle of the library. It's like the desk is right there. It's just that no one in the school goes to the library. <laughs> so that's fucking crazy dude in in that training scene it's amazing because like they're like okay we're gonna train and then it the camera zooms out and you can totally tell it's like a buffy body double (laughs) it's like doing the kicking and stuff like the wig is so bad (laughs) That, that just was incredible to me I was like yes Dude, yes, that's so good. And then, yeah, so they train. She Buffy gets a crossbow, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, I like that. And then, so, yeah, so she's got her crossbow, and she goes home. And, and Angel is still there, <laughs> like a clingy, fucking meaty, fucking boyfriend, dude. He's, like, just stayed in the house all day and, and he's just creeping outside. by the curtains, dude. <laughs> and then this is a part where it's, like, I mean maybe they had a discussion about how he should have stayed there because of the faking yeah. right but it's also like daytime so you'd think buffy would have been like oh this is a good opportunity for you to like go home but obviously angel <laughs> can't because he oh, can't right. go out in the daytime dude sure. so he's like creeping in her room <laughs> yeah he just comes out of the shadows classic angel entrance dude and then mm. she's like i brought you dinner and it's just a bag like vegetable. of vegetables <laughs> it's like wait you couldn't bring a bowl bitch you're like you're in the house it's way more sus to like put it in a fucking ziploc and take it upstairs (laughs) (laughs) but she comes upstairs and she okay and so this is when they like i feel like they make it really exaggerated like how fucking weird their age dynamic is. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They um <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, dude. She mm. comes in, right, and is immediately, he's like, oh, what did you do all day? And she's like, or my, she asked what he's doing and Angel's just like, oh you know, just thought and read. <laughs> And Buffy's first thing, you can see it on her face, there's books in here. <laughs> like, <fuck." laughs> she is surprised that he found a book in her room. And then so yeah. she immediately, like, p- sees her journal out, her diary. And she's like, you were reading my diary? Because it's like the only book in her room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she fucking flips out because she's 16, dude. That's what I'm saying. I had a moment where I was like... Oh, uh, this is creepy, this is creepy. Because yeah. she's like, uh, yeah, like, my diary, like, anytime it's an angel, or, like, A, or, like, that you're hot. I mean, you're not hot, but, like, that's what it said, maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm so flustered. Yeah. I'm 15. She's like, honk could mean something bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that your eyes were penetrating. I meant bulging. <laughs> it's pretty Dude, same. and she fucking freaks out for so long, and he's like, I don't... And then his response is so, like, measured. Like, he's 38. He's like, I didn't read your diary, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking he's about. He's like, your mom dude. reads your diary. No, yeah. He's like, yeah, he he <laughs> the mom. The, the mom. He was like, your mom moved it. Your mom cleans your room, first of all. your mom, first you're of You're 16, all. and your fucking mom <laughs> is cleaning your room. And he's like, I hid in the closet dude. and watched her move your journal. And that only comforts Buffy and makes her feel, like, better about the situation, but it made me super creeped out. (laughs) Yeah! Angela's in there fucking watching your mom through the closet. like, shit right hiding in the closet of a 16-year-old. Yeah, dude. It was not okay. But... But I forgot, I forget all of this quickly because they kiss and it's like super hot. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, they're like both. Well, and it's kind of but it's kind of gross at first because Angel's like, I want to kiss you, but I can't because I'm too old. (laughs) And it's like, uh yeah, you should explore that. (laughs) (laughs) And and then they don't, dude, and then they just kiss. But it is very hot. Like it is not pedestrian at all. No, they fully it's like a long, it's not like a peg, it's like they're fully making out. Yeah, dude. And they obviously angel gets way worked (laughs) up. yeah i feel like it's obvious that angel gets at least a half chub because his demon comes out he's like and i feel like yeah (laughs) he gets at least a little bit he gets at least a little bit yeah dude he got the reveal this is the reveal dude that angel is a fan because he pulls away from kissing with fan face. Wow. And then he fucking jumps through her window and breaks the glass and she screams oh, no, no, so no, no. loud. Dude. No, that's that's in the later part. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, open. No, it's gotta, open. The window's open. It's yeah. open and he okay. jumps out the window. And I feel like maybe this might be Buffy's first trauma. Because we've seen in the six episodes preceding this, we have seen our girl put up with some serious shit. Like she has seen a dead body fall out of a locker. Her favorite teacher was murdered. Actually that maybe was like kind of the beginning, but Girl no, the man. This, Dr. Gregory, right? Yeah, the teacher. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Her yeah. favorite teacher was like murdered and like that was really fucked up for her and that gave her a Wait, lot of healing no, but her first trauma was in the last episode when Xander like pins her to the fucking ground dude and oh like, yeah that was disgusting her yeah. so <laughs> Damn, well, the she room. already has had a hella trauma but now she's having new trauma dude I feel like yeah. this is the kind of trauma where she's supposed to be allowed to just be a teenage girl who has her first kiss with a boy that she likes like, she was having – she wasn't looking for a dead body. Whoa, she wasn't whoa, whoa. hunting vampires. Who said this is her first kiss? <laughs> no, with, first Angel. Kiss with, <laughs> with Angel. with this guy. With Angel. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, their first kiss. First kiss. She's way yeah. too hard. for to this to be her first <laughs> kiss. No, dude. She literally had that, like, remember the poetry boyfriend. Yeah, so. but this is her first kiss with Angel. And Angel yeah, is with obviously Angel. the totally only dude Angel. who matters to her. She's sure. wearing his jacket hella much. And I feel like the other times that she has experienced trauma, it's been when she was kind of in Buffy warrior mode. But this is just supposed to be Buffy living her fucking life. She's, like, telling a boy that she likes him, and the boy is telling her that he likes her too, and they have this hot-ass kiss, Mm. and then her fucking slayer life, like, hella intrudes when, like, (laughs) she (laughs) finds out (laughs) that he's a fucking vampire. And I feel like her... Like, the, the trauma that she experiences with Angel throughout the show is so fucking different than the trauma she experiences in, like, the rest of her Slayer life. And it is always really sad, but I feel like this is the beginning of, like, a, a lot of joy in her life and a lot of sadness that's going to be coming. That starts with this very first scene of, like, that, that start. Walt Disney would love this shit. It's a perfect balance of, like, joy and despair that happens mm. in their relationship. Yeah, and it was a super hot kiss. Also, I feel like I also have crazy notes. They're like, "Damn, that was a super hot." That was hot really kiss. hot. Yeah, <laughs> that was really hot. But okay, so this is where I had the moment where I was like, "Oh my god, I'm the only one that know has known this whole time that Angel is a vampire." <laughs> because the next day at school, Buffy is like, "Holy fuck!" Like angel's a vampire I just thought he was a stalker I (laughs) didn't know how bad it really was and how many red flags there truly were because so she's telling her friends like dude we were making out his dick was hard and I fucking look up and he's a vampire and they're super shocked and Xander again worst person ever he immediately is like well you know like you have to kill him right like just unabashedly pitches his like basically breakup plan. He's like, this is is great for me. (laughs) Yeah. All while wearing a giant velvet like green. It's like lime green. (laughs) Lime green shirt, which I need. I need that shirt.
1: It's like like a button
0: up. (laughs) The audacity for him to be suggesting this plot wearing that shirt, it was just too offensive for me. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't handle it. Yeah, and then we get so yeah, Giles and also says that angel can't be good you know and so that kind of sucks for buffy oh because... yeah this is where they clarified that like vampires are demons yeah there's like no humanity nothing of like their past selves mm-hmm. remains it seems almost like a zombie mm-hmm. situation where, we're like, like a possession they're... or something yeah yeah it's not really them anymore it's like their shell but it's not them so there's yeah. really no like good and yeah. that puts Buffy in a whole place of like, why is this person helping me? And like, why has this person not killed me when he's obviously had opportunities? Um, and we kind of get an answer to that from Darla, where we have our like vamp version of MTV's Cribs. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Dude, Angel, Angel has such a. Dope house. I know. It's just just like a a really cool like warehouse spot. Apartment. I guess. There's (laughs) definitely some kind of signage. Like the first door he walks through has like red and white signage that looks like it's a warning thing. Like. A plant fire. or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> warning, vampire lives here. No, like a water treatment plant or mm-hmm. like something industrial. It's all concrete walls, um, no windows that we see as he first walks in although there totally is one later, which makes no sense. Um, It's, like, hella decorated. (laughs) It's so – and it's, like, super dope, like, decorated. Like, I definitely was turned on by his house. I was like, there is a man, not a (laughs) boy. He owns his own home. He decorated it. It is amazing. Dude that's His so funny. Book. I thought it looked so bare. It looks like he decorated <laughs> he had, it from like, like a decorative lamp, dude. He dude, had no, like No, it looks those, like, like it looks like he went to the co- like you're going to college section of Target and wow. just picked out everything in black <laughs> and was just like <laughs> this is great uh, <laughs> like, it looks like G- it looks like giles's house when giles was 240 years old like, definitely <laughs> looks like, like he is a like minimalist trinkets. for sure right it's, yeah it's like, a minimalist but it it's still like looks like a kardashian dope. house yeah. it's like everything's made of stone and slabs and like simple it's like yeah i don't know i liked it i don't I know dude i think it. you were just too wet i think you I were, were just too wet <laughs> i don't know dude it was pretty i still agree that it was dope and he obviously has like <clears throat> burgundy red like satin bed oh, obviously and shit yeah. <laughs> darla goes over it, sits on it you yeah it. okay their interaction is super sexual too but like angry sexual <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so it. cool so we yeah we're getting darla coming in right now and Yeah, dude. So we were learning about Darla and Angel's past. She, like, strolls in in her Catholic schoolgirl outfit with the cardigan buttoned all the way up to her fucking throat and, like, starts kind of talking to Angel about their past. And we get a lot of hints here about how long they've known each other. Mm He says... That it's been a lifetime or two, and that the last time he saw her, she was in kimonos instead of a schoolgirl outfit. Which was offensive because I was like, "You're white, <laughs> and like super white too." Yeah, <laughs> why are like, appropriating? Like she like doesn't even get sun, so she's like as white <laughs> as can <convenient. laughs> be. Um, do they also say that they were in Budapest during an earthquake? And I tried to research that to see like when the like biggest earthquake in budapest would have been and couldn't really identify it so i feel like that was something that was kind of made up there was a pretty big earthquake in hungary um it would have been like an hour away from budapest that killed like 80 people but and that was in the 1700s so if they were trying to reference that it would have been in like the 1700s time frame um and i feel like they're they're just trying to like solidify darla as a character and give us a little bit more references to like what who angel is and what has he been doing for the past 200 years mm-hmm. um and i think that mm-hmm. this is where like we hear that he was a classic vampire at the time she like definitely talks about like going through a place that had just had an earthquake and like picking off people as they run through the streets and like that obviously doesn't sound like an angel, that and we it's know like now. a wonderful memory. <laughs> They're like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that, that was amazing. <laughs> They're just like <laughs> hella reminiscing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and then uh, she's definitely like trying to tear him down, right? She's like, You live above ground, and you're like trying to pretend to be one of them, but you're not. And she like, This is when she like opens the fridge, and we see all the blood bags. You know, and so we know that he like only eats blood and you know, she's like, you know, you eat blood, you definitely still get hungry and like have that thirst. And she's like, just give into it. Like just give into who you really are. Oh, and then this is when she does the thing too, when she opens the window and you get like some weird way that there why would he live there? <laughs> he should live yeah, in the fucking up? window, bro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, At because it doesn't, doesn't newspaper go with his, over <laughs> it doesn't go with his interior design, dude. He's a man. He has fucking blinds, dude. He doesn't have newspaper windows, dude. <laughs> and he has more than one pillow. Cause he's a he's a man yeah yeah. uh, his bed is not on the ground no it looks awesome dude his bed looks (laughs) hella so i want to lay in (laughs) it yeah me too me too and then darla drops that it's um that he's cursed okay so yeah yeah yeah. like oh is she still gonna like you when she finds out about the curse yeah oh shit yeah um and then we get kind of like a back to the library and this is i feel willow is just like being such a nice friend she is like super there for buffy and her feelings and she's like that must have been so embarrassing when you thought he read your diary and that's (laughs) awful i thought that was really nice dude she's like giving she's like buffy you need time to talk about this (laughs) you know and then giles is like all right come on he finally finds the text about Angel. Oh, Yeah, he's reading other people's diaries. This whole he's episode. like, oh, you yeah. know, well, that made me think about how I haven't read any of the Watcher's diaries for a while. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. And then they, like, he's like, yeah, they don't really reference him by name, but he's, like, a vampire with an angelic face. Okay. Yeah, they call him Angelus. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this made me... This was interesting. I felt like this was an interesting part of like Watcher lore a little bit in that like Watchers have some type of like tracking or like inventory system of like the vampires that they've encountered or like, is it just, oh no, it's because Angelus is like famous, right? He's like one of the most vicious vampires of his time. Like, doesn't the, don't they talk about how like he, him and Darla are like basically vampire royalty. That's what it seems point. like, yeah. Yeah, okay, 100 so He's super famous in, like, the vamp world. Okay, got it. He's, like, one of the most, like, vicious vampires in, like, Watcher history. One of the most cruel. That's yeah, but so then odd. he says that, you know, he came to <laughs> America, like, 80 years ago. And since he's been in America, there's been no like, references or cases where he has been killing. And so there's and at it, least no reference, right? But that doesn't, to them, they're like, that doesn't really mean that he hasn't, you know, he's just more secret about it than he was Well, before. it also says that he, like, shuns other vampires.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I feel
0: like that's, I feel like that kind of confirms, too, that he's not going out and, like, trying to help Hunting. kill vampires. He completely shuns them and just, like, lives alone and like broods i feel like that's his whole his whole deal is brooding Mm -hmm. um dude and then we get a down to the hellmouth and we see the master down there dude and his nose is so red like I don't know if it's just, My like, voice. chafed. It's like a clown nose, dude. They, I'm not sure if he just needs, like, moisturizer or... <laughs> He's obviously not sunburned, so I don't understand, like, why his nose is so red, dude. But it was fucking distraction. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, with his, with his red-ass nose, this is where he says the masters, so our, like, big bad of the season calls Angel the most vicious creature I ever met which is pretty fucking terrifying it's like the master himself is is our big bad it's good to know like yeah and him and Darla are like talking about how much they miss him basically yeah they want to go they want to go murder people with him again but Darla has a genius plan which is the dumbest fucking plan I've ever (laughs) heard in my life dude it almost worked she understood that the theme of the episode was misdirection and she was like i'm gonna tap onto this shit right now basically her plan she's like i have a plan and the master's like oh my god what's the plan and she's like okay stay with me here <laughs> my plan is that angel's gonna kill puppy <laughs> that's the plan dude like that's the whole fucking plan but um, she has to get Buffy to try to kill Angel first. She's like, yes. he'll only do it out of self-defense because he's not a murderer anymore. And it's also like, I just feel like she is way disconnected to who Angel is now because he would definitely have just like let her kill. He would, he would welcome death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we already know he sleeps <laughs> a snap of the fingers, dude. He's not doing well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's just like waiting for the sweet sweet escape <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude. okay so we find out what the fucking genius plan is from darla and mm-hmm. then it flashes to buffy and willow they're studying right they're studying because mm-hmm. buffy it just does not get history <laughs> She just can't get it. It literally requires no type of analytical or critical thinking. It's just memorizing stories. But she, it's just totally eluding her, dude. So she needs to study. And um, I mean,
1: but and then they, they're
0: yeah, they can't f- focus. They can't she, focus. Yeah, because she's still hella wet, dude, and she's like confused, right, internally, because she's like, I still want to fuck, but I don't. I shouldn't, because he's a vamp and I'm the Slayer, so I have to kill him. Like, what? I'm confused. And then Willow's like, "Oh my god, I have this fantasy about Xander just grabbing me and kissing me. It's just like gross." Okay, which totally is Xander's. It is of, his like, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it does make sense that she would have developed that, but it's just, oh, I feel for Willow, man. She. I mean, honestly. Where like is Seth awesome Green? <laughs> where is Seth Green? Yeah, I, I just like can't Z- wait for him to get in here so that I can, she can be over it. Yeah, Willow is just like every other teenage girl at that time, though, who, like, grew up watching Disney movies where princesses only fall in love with people who kidnap them, so... <laughs> I feel like it makes sense that she's like, I just need this man to come. Also, and it grab makes me so clear that either her dad like left or uh, abuses her or something because she has some daddy issues. Yeah, she is. for sure. I actually don't me, I speak from ever see experience. <laughs> I speak from experience and I'm like, girl, I know why you want to fix Andrew. <laughs> it's because your dad left. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. Trust me. Gross, dude. He's not gonna it. Do- yeah, you can't do it alone. <laughs> just <laughs> learn to love yourself. Learn to love yourself. While, dude, okay, yes. Happening. While that's happening, we get Darla creeping. She's listening yeah. to their conversation. She's an angel. Mostly, I just feel like, is this does, is this what it's like in real life, dude? Are there just people? always creeping in the shadows of conversations and interactions because it happens all the time in Buffy, dude. Like so often that it has to be like, maybe Joss Whedon does this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me uncomfortable, dude. Like I just feel like I need to be checking. Like I need to carry a flashlight with always, me when I go. <laughs> at least it's always hot people. Like, at least you can sleep at night knowing. Dude, but I've learned enough to know that at least that part of it won't be true for me in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everyone in our life is hot. No, I mean the person who's no, the talking, person us, you though, <laughs> yeah, not, they are oh, not, not hot. Are, they're <laughs> yeah. not, got it. Got it, yeah. got it. There's not like a hot blonde in a Catholic school girl hey, okay, creeping so, behind me. Yeah, and so it's Buffy cool. basically it comes to the conclusion that she has to kill Angel and yeah. <laughs> Darla's like No, no, no. My she plan. no, Buffy's conclusion is like I can't kill Angel. He's never fucked with me or my family. Yeah, she That's was like, what she hears. She's like, I care about this person. I think Darla is just there because she needs to know how to lie to Buffy's mom. So Darla is like, okay, eyes on Buffy. Buffy's at the library studying with Willow. Dope. That means I can go to her house. She's not there. And then yeah, so her her plan unfolds she goes to Buffy's house like she needed to know what would make Buffy attack Angel that's where the vibe I was getting it's like so because as soon as Buffy was like resolved of like I can't kill Angel because he's never done anything aggressive towards me that's when uh Darla kind of like smiles and then backs out of the library (laughs) I think she needed to know like the key like she was researching of like what would be the one thing to make Buffy like fucking actually try to kill Angel. Like kill this guy. Yeah, Dude, she totally to put her plan into motion. Dude, but Joyce's like at home lipstick looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> She She yeah i feel like it's because she's hoping that angel will come back she's like <laughs> gonna fucking snag oh my god Buffy's okay i year did old boyfriend i fucking forgot okay in the scene where she meets angel she is giving him a hella sexual like motherly look of like uh i'm down to fuck uh, <laughs> friend, she's angel. like come to my room later <laughs> yeah yeah, I was just like, I'm going vibe. to bed. Yeah. Um, my window okay, is the so, second on the left. <laughs> <laughs> it's like running my small art gallery in this tiny town is so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> so Darla, Darla has her plan now. She knows that like the way to get Buffy pissed off is to make her think that Angela is fucking with her, fucking with her family. So she heads over to her her house and, like, knocks on the door, and as soon as Joyce answers, she's like, yeah, you know how your daughter is fucking stupid, and (laughs) like, more than one tutor, so that's why I'm here, and... She's like, yeah, I'm here to talk about these, like, very specific wars because my family goes back to those times. Oh, it's like the, like, the, what was it, Revolutionary or something? Yeah, I can't even, I can't even remember. She's like, I think it's like, she's like, oh, yeah, like, um willow is the civil war expert and i'm like uh more the war for independence expert i love how she refers to it as the war for independence like she definitely she's definitely like like 400 years old yeah like she calls it by like what it was called at the time not like what it's called in history (laughs) books (laughs) <laughs> that was amazing dude and buffy's mom is chill as fuck she's like she's like for sure like you should come inside and i'm gonna just make like, you wait a for snack buffy to get here. yeah i'm gonna make you a little snickety snack and she's like, like this we'll bitch must be out. like rich and powerful if her family goes back to <laughs> that <laughs> old ass time dude so i'm this is a good friend for buffy she obviously goes to a private school <laughs> you know yeah. yeah look at her outfit yeah she's got old white line, family line, she's just, like, hella comforted, you know? Dude, and this part is, was pretty creepy. I definitely had, like, a gasp moment where Joyce asks Darla if she is hungry for something small or something big, like, she's gonna make this bitch a fucking meal right now, and Darla's vamp face is on, and she's like, something big meaning that she's gonna eat joyce ah! which is super sad and scary um dude and like she totally does she like totally gets a fucking chomp out of joyce and like drink some of her fucking blood which is crazy it's joyce's first time getting vamped since she mm-hmm. had a slayer for a daughter she definitely dude, should, but, but, yeah, just had a little but angel snack. Is like yeah. lurking out the fucking side of their yeah. house, dude. Which is I so think he's weird. like pacing back and forth, like the should I go in? Should yeah. I Yeah He definitely, like, goes up to knock and then changes his mind and starts mm -hmm. to walk away because he's like, I'm 38, and, (laughs) like, I shouldn't be creepy outside this girl's house. (laughs) Yeah, I need to get out of here. (laughs) But then he, like, hears Joyce scream. So he, like, runs inside because he hears Joyce scream and he wants to help Buffy's mom. Um, But obviously that gets him completely fucked because yeah when- he walks in and just as darla is like fighting joys and darla's like here have a- have a taste and yeah and he like smells it like <laughs> <laughs> and help and then his little <laughs> his vamp face comes out <laughs> he wants it so bad he's yeah. like hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> dude yeah it just smells amazing <laughs> so when Buffy comes in Darla is fucking gone she just and creeped Angel, out is she like backed out the back door yeah. and <laughs> like Angel okay cool standing you there, this one <laughs> like holding Joyce's limp body with his vamp face out so obviously Buffy throws him out the fucking window mm-hmm. and tells him that he is not welcome there anymore Ooh. but dude honestly if Angel wanted to like kill you and your mom and you've already invited him into your home I don't understand how she feels safe there wait can you what what was that her it was like it takes back she took it back dude no you have to do a spell right you like no you have to like do a special spell Mm. but maybe she doesn't know that right away they don't know that yet that's true but i feel like dude she she should fucking know (laughs) that you can't just throw someone out the window and like no giles knows yeah i'm sure she doesn't know though you know she needs to call giles yeah, but dude, she doesn't. She calls the ambulance. That yeah. was so weird. I was like, really? You're depending on like the fucking emergency services of this town? We all know how that goes. <laughs> dude, yeah. Definitely when so yeah, they get her to the hospital and whatever and when Buffy talks about like how they helped her mom she's like they gave her some iron yeah that's all she needed <laughs> Giles is like, a a like yeah it just it ha- mimics the symptoms of mild anemia it's like dude I think she just lost blood <laughs> like, yeah dude like, like she needs that, blood why would you just she do what normally happens when yeah. you like <laughs> lose blood and they're like they're like it looks like you fell on a barbecue fork <laughs> And she just totally accepts that. She's, She's like, like, we okay. didn't even have a barbecue for okay. years. She's yeah. like, crazy. Don't own one of those, but sure, like definitely your friend didn't bite me and like suck my <laughs> blood I fell on a barbecue floor well it's yeah, so annoying have... because there's two instances it's really where annoying. this can totally be explained the first one is like Buffy obviously throws Angel out the window and instead of him being like dude like he could have <laughs> just yelled for, uh, inside like it, it wasn't me yeah it wasn't yeah. me right so that was the first and then the next time is like Uh fucking Joyce is like, Oh yeah, I let your friend inside, Mm -hmm, dude. Another mislead. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like, dude, someone just say like, even if she just gendered them, it was like cleared it up, you know? Exactly, dude. It was really annoying. Yeah, so uh, Buffy, you know, it goes to go. She has her cross. Wait, no, wait, (laughs) no. Okay, so Buffy is like going to go she's she's pissed right yeah and she's going to go and so willow is trying to comfort buffy or whatever and she's like <laughs> sorry this was like the most wise willow here if you care about somebody you care about them <laughs> <laughs> dude i wrote that down to you <laughs> it's like wow <laughs> um so obviously buffy's like what the fuck are you talking about i you're ridiculous i'm gonna go kill this guy dude yeah Um, And then, so we have, like, two scenes Mm -hmm. happening at this point. So we have, like, Buffy that's getting ready to fucking kill this guy and then there's a scene of, like, Darla and Angel I think they're at the bronze and or somewhere 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 shadowed maybe it's his apartment yeah it's somewhere at shadowy and there's definitely a weird interview with a vampire aesthetic happening it's like the conversation between like Lestat and like fucking Tom Cruise's character because it's like There's, like, this battle of, like, just be, like, the animal that you are. Like, why are you trying to fight it? Why are you trying to, like, have this aspect of humanity? You are what you are. Like, just embrace it. We have, like, a dope-ass life. Like, we live forever. We fucking drink blood. That's cool as fuck. Like, just basically, like, bullying him. And it's, like, a good and evil kind of conversation happening that's still sexual it's super sexual (laughs) i don't know why it's oh it's because vampires are sexual inherently yeah um uh and so this conversation is happening also buffy is like walking around town with the crossbow and (laughs) a sparkly button up and leather pants and she okay (laughs) considering she's gonna go kill her ex-boyfriend she did a full face beat She, like, did her hair. She's wearing a cute-ass outfit, dude. (laughs) Like, it's so clear that she wants to look hot while she confronts her ex. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, and while, so while that's happening, um, Joyce and Giles are in the hospital together, and Joyce comments that she's, like, trying to ask Giles how Buffy is doing in school, and she's, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why does Buffy not get history? Like, she's studying exactly with at the library, and she's studying with Darla at home, and Giles immediately springs into action, and it's like, oh my god, it wasn't an Angel, it's Darla, but that actually was super surprising to me. I'm, like, they could have just not told Buffy, you know, they, she could have just killed him in this part, And then it would have been one less vampire and it was really surprising to me that giles and willow and they probably just like scoop xander into it but like they totally run off to like warn buffy that angel didn't fuck with her mom and like protect him and protect her feelings for him well and i think it's like obviously a trap is happening right and so i think they also feel like she's getting set up and they need yeah. to tell her that like she's getting fucked with by Darla, dude. And so Giles has on this like scarf thing, but it's not really like, it's, it's like silky, not like a An scarf. Stuff, kind of, but it's not tied. It's just loose hanging and it's like beautifully patterned, almost like a tie. And it was red, dude. It was so cool. It was just this weird fashion <laughs> piece a british some british shit dude some british shit. dude also i think buffy put in a bump it for her murder angel outfit. <laughs> like she I'm definitely has you, that like classic she yeah dude, this is the age of the bump she went sure. all the fuck out and dude, so <laughs> dude so she fucking confronts him now they're at the bronze right they're definitely inside the bronze when she confronts angel and he hella has an attitude now now he's yeah, hella dude. rude and I did he's not he's definitely like trying it. to get killed he's like fine fucking if you want to think that I'm fucked up and like tried to eat your mom then like I'm gonna act like someone fucked up who tried to eat your mom and get <laughs> murdered yeah he was being so rude and he just was like yeah like I fucking killed my family what what about it I don't give a fuck, like fuck, like kill me then or whatever. And so they like kind of scuffle back and forth. And then she has like the fucking crossbow trained on him but she can't do it, dude. Mm-hmm. She, she hesitates. Dude, yes. And I feel like there was a really good line from Angel kind of like describing his past where he says, for 100 years I offered an ugly death to everyone I met and I did it with a song in my heart. And he's, like, literally describing murdering his, like, family and his friend's children. And, yeah, he's, like, definitely trying to set up Buffy to be able to kill him. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a scene where they are trying to show their worst selves to each other. And it's, like, a yeah, like, this is, this is absolutely who I am. And you can either love me or you can crossbow me to death. It's your choice. So, does and he and just Buffy want to die it, because he's like a sad boy? Like, why is he? Yeah, really dude, fine. I think his. Yeah, dude, I think that the. Okay, yeah. Well, so why doesn't he just man up and that. fucking do it then? Just fucking well, do it. He's had so long. Like, maybe as a vampire, you can't. Like, there might be a thing where you can't kill No, this. you totally can. You totally can. Because it happens. Oh, like, you could just, like, walk later. into the sun, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it totally happens to someone way later. um dude so yeah let's talk about the curse because that is what they talk about next and i feel like this is where this is this is one of the biggest reveals about angel's character development is him talking about after his hundred years of just like murdering and going around with darla he eats a young girl from the romani gypsies and it was like the favorite daughter this like young beautiful favorite daughter of the gypsies and the gypsies out of anger curse him by putting his soul like back inside of him so we learn that in the buffy verse when you become a vampire the demon takes over your body but it doesn't get your soul the soul is just gone and without the soul, you don't have any conscience or any remorse. So the gypsy's curse on him is that he remains a vampire and he keeps all of his memories of everything that he's done, but they return his soul and return his conscience. And the, the quote that he tells Buffy when he's describing that is, you have no idea what it's like to have done the things I've done and to care so I feel like that is why he's sad boy all the time because he is like literally sitting around with like the constant memory of murdering his family and like murdering all of these innocents but with his true self inside with his like actual soul inside reminding him that like dude he doesn't want to do that he just wants to make out with Buffy and he can't Dude. and it's yeah. really sad. So he is, is sad, sad boy. He is. Sad boy forever. And dude. I kind of just feel like what happened to gypsies as like a, a villain in in our media, dude? I feel like we went through a time period where like gypsies showed up a lot in like pop culture, you know, like they were something that was like a bad character. And I feel like kid movies and shows, and then I don't know. It just made me be like, wow, yeah, totally gypsies cursing people used to be more of, like, a trope in stories, and it just happens, it's kind of fallen off, so bring back gypsy yeah. stories. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> dude, no, gypsies, everyone knows now that gypsies are hot because we watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> That's, the new trope is that they're hot as fuck. <laughs> well, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for that. Um, dude, but Buffy is, like, you're not the only one that struggles with depression. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna one-up you, and I'm gonna be, like, oh, if you're such a badass, then why don't you just fucking drink my blood? Yeah, and she just, like, exposes her neck, like, to him, you know, and she's, like, just do it. (laughs) Dude, it was so powerful. It was after Angel tells Buffy that he wanted to kill her, and she, like, fully accepts it and, like, maintains eye contact while putting the crossbow down and like slowly walks up to him and exposes her neck yeah dude it was it was such a fucking power move I definitely had a moment of like dude Buffy is such a fucking badass in this show and like definitely has to face her like love of Angel and him being a vampire so many fucking times and this is like a really good foundation for their relationship coming up to just just fucking face it already dude and then okay so then like Darla shows up and she is wearing a different schoolgirl outfit it's red (laughs) and I feel (laughs) like red why dude like that's not how it works (laughs) like a school has colors and you wear the colors of that uniform she is and dude I Don't know the school only has one public high school, there's no way there's more than one Catholic high school here, so yeah, dude. But she that really bothered me. Definitely explained in a previous scene why she's wearing schoolgirl outfits because that's what Angel is attracted to now, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she thinks that that's what he's after, yeah, his high school girls, yeah. So she's not wrong, changing her aesthetic to try to be sexy to him, but. This part is amazing because Buffy reads her to the fucking ground because Darcy's like uh she interrupts this scene of like a suicide off yeah like (laughs) uh she's like do you know what's sad and Buffy's like um that hair on top of that outfit (laughs) yeah it was amazing dude yeah. yes and then fucking darla pulls out <laughs> two glocks two fucking glocks dude <laughs> i was like what the fuck there's yeah, guns dude. in the Buffyverse, dude two that was the part steak. that i forgot that was dude, just the, the part that i forgot steaks and crossbows and, and fucking this bitch darla is just has like, glocks gat, gat, motherfucker. <laughs> and she never has to reload them she yeah. shoots so many times and it's like she's never shot a gun before she just holds them straight out in front of her and like walks around shooting blindly she's like at buffy. she's like buffy i'm gonna shoot out your kneecaps <laughs> yeah she doesn't she's does so it. really like hicky voice like she gets this really crazy hick voice while she like runs around with these locks threatening to kneecap Buffy (laughs) and dude while this is happening we see that Giles and Xander and Willow have gotten to the bronze they're like up in the rafters or some shit they're like in the ceiling. And Willow, the ultimate MVP, just looking out for Buffy and like not knowing that Buffy knows already, like risks her fucking life to yell down, it was Darla. It's like duh, dude. She's chasing her with blocks. she's blocks. (laughs) She's got blocks. Dude, like we're yeah. fucking clear on that one. But, but giles said we need to distract her you know he was like we need to distract darla and i feel like that was and then it worked because then she points it her was guns at it was yeah. very distracting <laughs> um dude and darla yeah. does this thing where like so both of her feet are just like next to each other on the ground and she does this thing where she just like bends her knees and jumps like feet together on top of the pool table just like dude that's Super like a crossfit move fucking strong yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she exactly, does box dude. jumps for sure dude she does hella box jumps to yeah. get rid of that shit dude, and then she does like some Leslie snipe shit where she's on the pool table and Buffy p- pushes the pool table away and as it's sliding across the room Darla's like shooting <laughs> as she's moving backwards it's fucking amazing I'm only impressed by Darla's fucking fighting abilities yeah dude it was a pretty theatrical scene I feel like the fact that they had it in a bronze in the bronze meant like a lot of shattered glass is happening oh, yeah. like there is she's shooting like bar glasses off of the Dude, And like, Isn't this bar. place supposed to be getting fumigated so Dude, shouldn't yeah. there be like harmful chemicals in there mm-hmm. right now? Buffy's probably just like passed the fuck out imagining that all of this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> the <fumes laughs> or they're like not even fumigating it because definitely later when they come back there's like still roaches so mm-hmm. yeah maybe the fumes is just them trying to, like, pass their health inspection. It's not even really happening. And then, so, Angel is the one who, you know, gets Darla. He... Has oh, he fucking dusts he, her. He, yeah, dusts she turned to dust. Her, yeah. And she has an orgasm about it. She <laughs> <Yeah>. has, like, <laughs> she's like, Angel! Ah. Yeah. Yeah, she just, like, was so desperate for his attention that she he, was like, he murders her. She's like, thank God. Yeah, totally. Dude, and then he, definitely he orgasms. Angel just, like, Backs classic away. Angel. <laughs> he like literally backs away without saying shit, dude. <laughs> it just disappears, and it's like, okay, cool. Classic angel. Classic Yeah. Angel. And then it pains because down. he just committed like matricide. That's true. Like she totally created him. So he, oh, yeah. totally. Now he's having to like deal with, like, having murdered his mother-lover. And, like, well, no, dude, that's his <laughs> ex. That's his, like, yeah, and dude. that's his, like, last serious ex. Like, they dated for a hundred years. Like, that's a She's the one who time. knew if he snored or not. For oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. Asked, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a, um you know, we pan down, and we see the master is pissed, dude. He's just, like, full-out <laughs> raging, like, with a bat, I guess? And he's, like, <laughs> smashing <laughs> shit down there, which uh, I don't even... I don't know dude what is down there for him to smash <laughs> apparently a lot of stuff <laughs> he's freaking out and then the anointed one is just like it's okay <laughs> Like, tries to cheer him up dude and he's like don't worry we'll kill them all <laughs> and the yeah. master's like and then yeah. they like and then they hold him <laughs> yeah. and walk away into the dark and that's why I was like this is if you don't know it's the anointed one it's so fucking scary yeah. like, their relationship I don't know what is happening there yeah it's really creepy dude <laughs> it's it's dude. not great yeah and then we get fucking the back at the bronze back which is fucking... totally fine even yeah. though a gunfight happened and yeah <laughs> they dude, have insurance dude they're they're have... yeah this happens all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and fucking they it's in a shady part of town so yeah it must happen all the time and then um, Angel is creeping as Buffy's just, like, back to his norm, like, in the background, creeping all up, and Buffy's like, yeah, there he is, in the shadows, I'm gonna go talk to him, and he's just like, oh, I just wanna make sure you're okay, and, like, that your mom's okay, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's and there's bomb. kind of, like, like, they're breaking up, right, and that's, like, them being like, we can't do this, like, this is bad, and then they kiss. Dude, they have another hot ass kiss. They like, dude, there's like a slow song playing in the background because the live music is the bronze always fucking slaps. So there's (laughs) this like beautiful slow song happening in the background that is like basically speaking to their fucking emotions right now. And dude they kiss and it's so hot that like Buffy has to get her hands all up in Angel's hair and like pull him closer. <laughs> Wait I what? Feel like, that didn't dude. happen you're imagining it. It does <laughs> no, you, it does it happens and you know it happens because afterwards when she pulls away and Angel looks hella pained she's like yeah it hurts like talking about their separation and their like sad romance and he's like yeah And then she walks away, and it zooms in on the fucking big-ass burn mark on her chest from her chunky crucifix, dude, because she pulled too close to his, like, deep V and got to exposed skin. And that's how you can tell that she like pulled herself hella close, dude. She like pressed her fucking burning crucifix dude, And his it's chest. so hot because he did not pull away. Even no, though. dude. It was so painful. He was yeah, still dude. like down. Yeah. He was into yeah. it. He was definitely into it. It was a fucking yeah. that was such a such an excellent Joss Whedon moment, dude. <sighs> <laughs> like such a star-crossed lovers situation where he burns that shit in. Um yeah, dude. So that's the episode. That's it. I feel like it was such a comedy of errors. There was so much, there was so much fucking misdirection. Um, We finally know who Angel is. He's not just like someone who's creeping in the corners of Buffy's life anymore. We know that like this is going to be one of her like great tragedies. Obviously, it's like not going to end well, but her, the Slayer and a vicious vampire creature have fallen in love. We fucking learn about the Romani gypsies, which I feel like come up several more times throughout Mm -hmm. the show. Oh, that's exciting. So They're that exciting. Yeah, totally. Dude, there's, there's, actually a a oh, there's a flashback so episode. Oh, there's a flashback episode we're at one point we're gonna meet two of the gypsies. Oh, I think in season dude. two comes up. So all I can say yeah. is if you guys thought that Angel was hot now, imagine Well, not you, Christy, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hot he is now. Imagine him dressed in old timey clothes. No, <laughs> I, feel hottest like shit yes, <laughs> I like ever. Yes, I like
1: him exciting. way better
0: in old timey clothes. Oh. I like him better in <laughs> And of I liked course. him better. Honestly, I felt like he was more attractive to me in this episode because this is the episode where he starts to fucking emote. And in the first couple of episodes, he like literally shows no emotion mm-hmm. ever. And is like, yeah, just like a brooding fucking character. but Just a body. Also- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Cool. Yeah. It was awesome. I'm definitely super turned on and I'm excited to leave here and handle that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so I hope I, they- you all feel that way too. <laughs> Until next time, Fang gang. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 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 This episode was created and recorded by Amanda Kelly, Chris Rath, and Jen Rath. It was edited by Jen Rath. Our theme music is by Daniel Nico and James Bassa. Thanks everyone for listening.